Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I had like a rubber duck that he gave me in my car. I put it in the glove box. I was going to throw out the window that night, but I was like, it's plastic. And I just got dumped. I'm not about to like, you know, dump on the earth as well. Hey there, guys. Hey there, guys. How's it going? How you doing? And welcome to the first episode of the Gals Guide podcast. I hate intros so Me much. Um, We've re-recorded this intro like three, four times. Probably, which I mean, honestly, I feel like everybody who starts a podcast like redoes the intro. Like, They're like, should we redo this? Let's, let's redo it. Let's, 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 let's redo just redo it. it. Let's, let's just, and then you get to the point where like, let's just record the damn thing already. <laughs> But yeah, like I just said, we are the Gals Guide Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah, and we'll do little introductions. Um, yeah, we've been friends for almost 10 years now. Nine years, actually. Yes. 10, 2020. It's the year of 10 years. What's up? Aww. We met, like, my senior year of high school, your junior year. So yeah, because she, she hated me. I did. <laughs> I like. I guess all good friendships start out when, when at least one person hates the other person. I didn't hate you. I let... Just- rumors about you cloud my perception of you. I, and then I showed her that I'm a good time. You guys, <laughs> honestly, she was the Gabriella to my Sharpay. She tried to invade my theater program in high school, and I was not about to let that happen. <laughs> we were both up for Belle and Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and I was like, who does this newcomer think who she is? Who is this girl that just popped in one day? Like, literally, me and Alex, who was my like best guy friend and my boyfriend at the time, we were the Ryan and Sharpay. <laughs> theater program and it involves gabriella montez and i just kind of walked in and was like hey i'm here I'll sign like, me up for bell <laughs> and then you know neither one of us got cast as bell and we're like hey, <laughs> hey let's you want to be friends let's be best friends <laughs> and we've been inseparable ever since and here we are here we are starting a podcast it was all your idea. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I'm just here for the fun. I've, for I've, the pres- I've pressured and coerced you into doing this just so I could get a producing and writing credit on my resume. Hey, but, like, it'll be fun. It's fine. It's going to be fun. I mean, we, we the reason, like, we both started, like, had the idea to do this kind of was just because we tell these stories to each other and we're like, dang it, they deserve an audience. They're always pretty funny. We're, we're not narcissistic or anything like that. Not at all. Not even in the slightest. <laughs> But anyways, a little about me. So I'm a aspiring musician. Um, I write songs. Uh, You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. I like Spotify better. Yeah. But, you know. All the links will be in the uh, description. All the things. What about you? Uh, I'm Emily, and I am a filmmaker. You haven't seen a single thing that I've ever made. (laughs) None of my films are out there yet. Maybe, hopefully, after I graduate from grad school. Um, Fun time. But yeah, I'm a screenwriter, uh, and I also make the occasional, I did make the occasional YouTube videos. I haven't made one all year. <laughs> um, That's okay. Sometimes you need a break. Sometimes, you know. You know. Um, which, speaking of breaks, leads us into today's oh, episode. Hey. That was smooth. That was smooth. <laughs> all right. August for us, for both of us, honestly. Yeah. Me more than you. Yes. <laughs> has been like the worst month of 2019 um because i literally started off this month with a breakup and that kind of uh inspired us to do this particular episode which was how to get through a breakup like immediately after it happens not like you know the whole kind of long thing that you do after like months and months of grieving but like literally we're talking next day next day (laughs) what what are you gonna do like what are you gonna what's your game plan yeah um to survive this because you are a shining star no matter who you are You you can make it through it. If I if Britney Spears can make it through through 2007, you can make it through your breakup. Absolutely. Like just use that as your, <laughs> you know, your inspiration <laughs> through these hard times. So tell us a little bit about about what happened. 
I'm not going to deal with the entire story because it's God, it's a novel. It's it's quite. I've gone. I've done the entire like breakup press tour like with all my friends. <laughs> I've gone to all my friends and given them all the individual story. You were there for the initial thing that happened. Yes. So we had me and this guy. We had been in a like a situationship. It's a good way to describe it. A whatever ship. Like it's like when friends ask you. So what are you? Are you guys? I I don't know. Whatever. Like yeah. We we weren't there was no labels. Um, his decision, not mine. Um, we've been seeing each other for six months at this point. We basically were boyfriend and girlfriend just without the label because yeah. he wasn't seeing anybody else. I wasn't seeing anybody else. We made it very clear, and we went on dates weekly. Um, saw each other like twice a week. So like, I mean, we were pretty serious. Yeah, I just, would say there was no label because <sighs> he's a free spirit. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and at the end of July, my birthday came around, and I had never really had a chance to, like, celebrate my birthday, like, with anybody. Like, any guy I've mentioned before. I've never really had a boyfriend or anything around my birthday. Every guy I've ever liked, like, when my birthday came around, like, something came up and they never can make it. So, like, being able to celebrate my birthday was, like, a really big deal to me, like, with this guy. And um, you were there. Mm-hmm. You brought your boo thing. Yeah. Everything was fine we went to dinner and then things just started piling up he didn't come to pick me up like to take me there so i had to drive to my own birthday so meaning i couldn't drink we get there and he tells me that he has to cancel like the plans we had to go to the zoo next day and like that was gonna be like part of my birthday gift was going to the zoo and he had to cancel he told me he's like i have to cancel on that like i'm so behind on work which i get it he was in med school i get it you have a ton of work to do and then we left the restaurant to go to the bar, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go home early, by the way, because I'm tired. Like, he'd only been there for two hours, and this is around 9 o'clock, and he wanted to go home. And so it was like three strikes, I'm going to lose it. And it wasn't like I got mad or anything. I just started crying. I was upset. Like, like nothing was, was going to plan. You wanted it to go the way that you wanted it to go. Yeah. It wasn't. Like, I ha- like granted, like... I had some expectations, like, for how the night, because it's my birthday. Like, for one day of this yeah, entire year, I want it to be about me, and I want my friends there with me. And I was already kind of upset because some of my friends couldn't make it and stuff like that. And so then him wanting to leave and go home early um, kind of upset me. And so I cried. And and you don't cry. I don't cry. I like, hate crying. He knew that. Especially in public. He knew prior this that I had an issue with crying. I don't like people seeing me cry. Yeah. I don't like appearing vulnerable and emotional. I like to be in control and seem like I'm put together 100% of the time. So I'm crying on a public street in downtown. And the first thing he says is, why are you crying? Why are you overreacting? Ooh, that word. And I'm like... Straight up, you're gaslighting me, like, immediately. Like, guys, a boy can think you're overreacting, but you just don't, you don't, don't say, say it. it. No, that's like calling a girl crazy. Like, you just don't say just it. Just don't do it. Somehow went from that fight and turned into a fight about our relationship dynamic and how, like, he didn't feel like he was, you know, I thought he felt like I was controlling him and he wasn't independent and all this stuff. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, it, he took this, like, little bitty incident and turned it into something much bigger than it was and so after that um after my birthday we both like had i told him i was like maybe i did overreact i apologized for it i apologized if i made him feel bad like i didn't think i was overreacting but i decided to be the bigger person in this situation mm-hmm. swallow my pride and just admit that i was i felt like i was being overdramatic and just to kind of soothe over the situation because i don't like fighting it's yeah. like let me apologize let me get it all out and then i'm kind of moved on and done with it and he decided, like, I was like, I'm going to give you space. I feel like you need space for a couple of days. So he took the space and texted me, like, the next week if I wanted to get dinner or drinks. We met up. I went into it thinking, like, this was going to be a thing where it was, like, me and him versus the problem. But with him, it was more me versus him. And he had already had his mind made up by the time I got there. And he basically broke up with me a week after my birthday. Uh, didn't apologize. Didn't think he did anything wrong. When I called him a gaslighter, he thought that it was invalid and I told him that he invalidated my feelings because that's how he made me feel and he said well your feelings were invalid and yeah basically I was like you're just taking this isolated incident and it it has no prior reflection of the past six months and you're just ending it based on that so if he had just said like you know 
like, I know, like, this night means so much to you, and, like, I, I'm, I'm trying my hardest to be here, but, like, I just, I'm so, so behind on work, and I'm super tired. I'm sorry. I promise I'll make it up to you. I would have been totally fine. I never would have cried, but then it turned into something completely different and basically was using this incident as a reason to express why he was discontent and what was going on between us and just used it as a way to get out of the situation because um, he didn't want to be the guy that broke up with the girl before her birthday because he'd already spent all this money on my birthday gifts and everything. Honestly, like... It hurt because, like, I thought I was going to marry this dude. And that was one thing I will say, too. I told him that I was falling in love with him, and I couldn't believe that he was doing this, and he couldn't even look me in the eye. So that right there was like, I'm done. Like, you don't even care. You can't even look me in the eye. Like, you were not the guy that I, like, fell in love with, basically. That was the whole thing, too. Like, I noticed that he had just completely changed and I just I walked out I'm and that was really big of me I think too absolutely because like I don't I don't know like it like you could have sat there and like got upset and like fought back but like you I told him I was like there's everything I've said like there's been a wall here like you yeah. have not you know Everything I've said in defense of myself, I feel like I've apologized enough. I'm not going to keep apologizing. I don't think I'd need to. But every time I make a comment, like, you just have your walls up. And it's like, I thought we were coming here to have a discussion and then come to terms with it. But your mind was already made up. So I don't see the point of this conversation anymore. And I just left. And that was probably the most empowering thing I've ever done. And I am so proud of you. Um, Immediately called Hannah afterwards. She didn't pick up. (laughs) I didn't answer I think I was at, like, dinner or something, and I was like... You knew I was going to meet with him, though. I know. I know. <laughs> so I, I called Anna, which is, like, our other best friend, and she didn't even pick up I was like, I was like, my friends suck. <laughs> in your time of need. That's, like, when we got in that wreck, and in the t- in your time of need, I didn't throw my hand in- <laughs> across the seat. Hannah is notorious. Every time she gets in a car with you... And she's driving. If she has to hit the brakes, she will throw her arm out like the freaking blind side and like just <laughs> to protect just you. I just want to keep my friends safe. But then in our the one time, time she gets me. in a wreck, she doesn't do that to me and just let. I was like, "You're a faker. Like <laughs> you just left me there to get hit with this airbag and die. Like thanks, love you." Oh my gosh. Um. But so yeah. so again, and you're talking to me. I was she, not there. I don't know why you're friends with me. Obviously, I can't get it together. <laughs> I called my nana. And, like, that's the one person you shouldn't call after a breakup. Don't call your grandma. Learn from her. Don't call your grandma. (laughs) Because the minute Nana said hello, I immediately dropped to my knees in this parking deck. And, like, these people walking by, like, what is this? What is going on? What's going on? I I was like, I can't even unlock my car right now. Like, my car won't unlock. Like, I just want to go home. And then Hannah called me back, and we got on a three-way call with her and our friend Anna. And, like, I hung up on my Nana. Wow, those are a lot of names that rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) Nana, Hannah, Anna. And my grandma, she basically called my mom and told her my mom came downtown and, like, picked me up because I couldn't drive home. Like, I was... That's the hardest I've ever cried, that I think. absolutely the hardest I've, uh, ever, I've ever seen you cry. Yeah, heard you cry. Because it was just like, I want to, immediately, like, at that moment, like, you want to hate the person. Absolutely. But I couldn't. I know. And it was just, like, I, I, like, I, like, literally, after our first date, I, t- I called you and I told you that I wanted to, like, he's it, like, this is the guy I want to marry. Um, and... And to have that, you know, thought and then it be, like, ripped out from under you and you didn't even really know that the other person was feeling that way. Yeah, because, like, we had fought prior about this and, well, not about this situation, but we had had, like, a fight prior that was pretty big deal yeah and we worked things out because he's like i still care about you i still like you i still want to keep seeing you like this i don't want this to end and i was like so we if we can get through this we can kind of get through anything yeah and i thought if he breaks up with me over this isolated incident he's not the guy i've been dating and clearly he wasn't and like he said like i that's over the past month he had been losing feelings for me meanwhile like he's doing all these things to get to kind of like get those feelings back for me but like and it was just like he used he used what happened as as a way out, which, yeah. which like he did so was much, not fair. No, he did so many romantic things for me, and I thought, oh, like this is him like falling in, like deeper in love with me or something like that. Like he's just like his feelings are getting more intense for me, and I'm getting my hopes up. Maybe like this will become something serious, and like we'll get into a committed relationship. But it was the exact opposite. I would say that's probably my hardest breakup. I mean, because prior to that, I hadn't really. Been, 
I didn't I haven't been in any adult relationships. Yeah. Um because the one with the guy I was with in college, I mean that wasn't that wasn't a relationship. It was I'm hopelessly in love with my best friend and I'm praying that you were going to like me back and we went on friend dates all the time and then he told me that he didn't like me and I was like no. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. You just have. It's, it's you okay. just haven't found out yet. Like yeah, it's okay. It's like I get it. Like you know, you've been hurt before, but I can heal you. <laughs> you are a healer. I am such that kind you're, of person. I like a fixer. Literally, I don't know why it is. I don't pursue these guys either. I've noticed. Yeah. Like broken guys just come to me. Is you're a fixer. I don't know, and it's always guys that have mommy issues too. Mm. I've noticed that, and. I, t- I try telling my friends this. I'm like, maybe it's because, like, you have a nurturing... <laughs> Mother? No, like, I have a nurturing, oh. like, personality, and I just... True. I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I, I take that back. I mean, you do to an extent, like, with your I want to fix people. I, I want to... hear more a fixer, though. I'm a fixer. But, yeah, I mean, are we at a good place? No. God, no. Yeah. I don't, we, we don't talk at all. Um, which isn't the case, I feel like, with yours. Like, when you guys broke up... Uh, yeah. You did talk after you broke up. We sure did. Um, you want to talk a little about your... Yeah, so mine is a little bit different from Emily's. This was also last year, too. This was last year. Um, wow. Yeah. It's been a year. Yeah. Man, I have made growth. Yeah. So proud of mine. So, applause. Anyway, so... Give us a synopsis. So, it's a long one, so I'll just kind of summarize. So, we dated for about four and a half years. I... As well as Emily. You also broke up with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did. Whereas I got dumped. Mm-hmm. You were the dumper. I'm always the dumper. And I'm always the dumpy. Ooh. Everyone well, hates me. But like, <laughs> I feel like you want to get out of the relationship. When I see that something isn't working, I want to be in the... I want to be the one that ends it. I want to be in control because I want to know when my when I'm going to get hurt. Like, I want to be in charge. Whereas I'm like... Like, I don't want to be the one that gets hurt. Like, I want to do the hurting. Which sounds so terrible. <laughs> I am a terrible person. Whereas, like, with me, I'm like, maybe we can work this out. Yeah, like, I have a lot of hope. I have a lot of faith in people. You I see do. potential without seeing their credentials. Thank you, Ariana Grande, for that quote. We love good Ariana Grande quote. <laughs> but, yeah, so I broke up with him four and a half years in. I thought I was going to marry him, too. Mm-hmm. He kind of just, you know, we just kind of grew apart, I guess. Um, yeah, yours, like, wasn't, like, there wasn't, like, an incident that happened. It was no, just... No, it was just kind of, like, things kept adding up, and we had taken a break, <laughs> like, halfway into our relationship, which I know everyone has their opinions about breaks. As I'm looking back on it, that probably should have been the end mm-hmm. of it. But I was young. Like, we started dating when I was, like, what, like, 19? 19, yeah. You're so 25 now. So I was a baby. Like, I had, was a sophomore in college. Like, I just didn't really know what I wanted. And so that break was a time for me to figure it out. And I thought it was him. And so we worked through our through our stuff. And I don't know. We just grew apart. We were in completely different places in our life. And things had happened that just didn't settle well with me. And so I, you know, talked to him about it and things just didn't change and so I just took it upon myself to like cut the cord cut it yeah Yeah. like I just reflected on what was happening and realized that it just wasn't good for me and so I broke up with him and then like the next day immediately the (laughs) next day called him and was like hey like um I'm so sorry, like, but we should, like, really talk. See, see, like, even though, like, you end it, you still, like... I still care. Like, you still want to get back and, like, not get back, but, like, establish a connection in a way. Yes. Because, like, he was my best friend. Like, you, do you feel bad? Do I feel bad? Like, like when you, like, if you, like, dump somebody, like, do oh, you Oh, I absolutely feel bad. Because, like... have that mindset. <laughs> because, like... I don't know. Like, he was a huge part of my life. Like, four and a half years is a really long time. Like, he was my best friend. And, like... Especially in those early, like, 20s, like, where you're, like, really, really defining out who you are as a person. Exactly. And so, like, we grew a lot together. We did grow a lot together, but we, we, you know, towards the end just, you know, grew our separate ways. And, like, yes, I felt terrible. So, I was like, I feel like this isn't the end. Like, I really need to call him and like we need to talk again even though we had talked for like two hours like there was nothing else to talk about i'm just like whereas you were just like don't talk to me no like communication. no contact and i don't i think in every relationship that i've been in that i've ended i still have kept or at least 
immediately after I kept in contact, well, which is so... You've been the one that's been in control of it. Like, you dumped the people. Whereas, like, I've been the one that's gotten dumped. And I had the mindset, I'm like, well, if they care about me, they'll reach out to me. And I'm not going to look pathetic. Like, I've already gotten dumped. I'm not about to, like, put myself even farther into rock bottom. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, if they, if they care about me, they'll reach out to me. And, like, if anything, like... People, like, I've had, like, a date or a fling with, like, and we've come to terms, like, where we're still friends afterwards. Like, if I reach out to them I, as friends and they still don't reply to me, like, then I'm like, no, I'm, like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to, like, make myself, like, a fool. Like, if you care about me, you'll reach out Are to me. Are you friends with any of your exes? One. Okay. And it was the last guy I dated in high school. Um, he was our friend. And it was Alex. Oh, yeah. I just mentioned his oh, name. Yeah, yeah. Alex. Uh, my, my Evan to my Sharpay. <laughs> um, He's a good guy. Yeah. I mean, we, we, it's, we were best friends prior to us dating to begin with. Okay, so I think that's where, like... So we, that's a reason why. Yeah. I, we, it never went back to anything, like, how it was prior. Right. I mean, you can't. No. Uh, when we broke up, though, we both agreed that we should just date friends. If I have a question and, like, I know he can answer it, like, I'll text him. Like, it's no big deal. And I know he'll reply. Same with me. What about you, though? Like, are you... Uh, you no. always want to be friends. I always want to. Like, I have such good intentions. Like, I'm, I want, re- I'm like, I really want to rekindle that friendship, yeah. but I just can't they're like, like no like the, everyone's like no like, go we, away <laughs> and i'm like oh, okay like i don't but know i think it's the just, guy you're with now isn't was an ex yeah and now you're back together yeah so that's fun <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother that's episode a whole other episode. like rekindling a yeah. yeah like rekindling that's a whole nother episode a relationship with an ex yeah like is it possible ladies gents it is I think. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> depends. It really depends. We'll do a whole episode on yes, that, because that's a really absolutely. interesting topic. So we've we both gotten through these breakups. Yes. The next day, though. The next Always day. the worst. And honestly, I think it should be. Oh, yeah. I think you definitely need to take that time to mourn your relationship. I feel like a lot of people, especially girls, like, we are so quick to like I feel these feelings guys I feel like don't like they just bottle up all those emotions like I'll process it and deal with it later and so like months down the line when we're fine we've moved on they're like like, hey I miss you and you're like where were you like the next day like that's when I needed you yeah um and I know me like I like I don't like crying Mm -mm. yeah (laughs) uh but like I this so the next day after this one like I literally just laid in my bed like, all day. Granted, I didn't... It's something interesting I've noticed. So, with this particular breakup, I didn't wallow in self-pity as much as I have in prior breakups because we had that fight the week before. And so, the next day after that, like, the literally the next day after my birthday, mm-hmm. I, like, spent all day in bed and just, like, felt sad. And... So, like, my body was already, like, kind of mourned a little bit and, like, was already prepped for this. So, like, the night I broke up, like, I cried hard. Uh, And... But you you got it out. Yeah. Like, you needed to get it out. Yeah. Um, Listen to, like, you know, a lot of Olivia (laughs) O'Brien, which I recommend. Always recommend. uh, Some some T-Swift. She just came out with Lover. Listen to that. Listen to I forgot you existed. I'll make you feel Such ten times better. <laughs> first, listen, what was that first one you said? Like Death by a Thousand Cuts. Listen to that first. Like try it out, and then blast some I forgot, forgot you, you existed. existed. Yeah, and you'll feel you'll feel great. Yeah, but I think allowing yourself to cry, allowing that pain to be felt, because that's the thing about it. It demands to be felt, and I think you know, pushing those feelings away. It's not healthy. I don't think. I think it's you know, just get it out there. And you'll feel better. Yeah. I mean... Like, talk to people about it. You can talk... Yeah. Like, family, friends. That lean was, on those people. Literally. And I think that's one reason why... I mean, anytime my friends have gone through a breakup, they always... They'll, they'll call me, or, like, I'll come over, like, with you. I feel like we, like, hung out, like, immediately the next yeah. day. And, like, just... got just... Like, you allow yourself, like, your friends to vent to you and everything mm-hmm. like that. And then you as a friend like try to distract them i think the best as you can yes um but i think the best thing is just talking about it to anybody if you have to go to a therapist go to a therapist Mm -hmm. um i don't think that that is i don't think that's wrong i don't think that's bad i feel like if that's the way you can process your emotions then do it um but 
you know, talk to your friends. Talk, to, Call your mom. Honestly, I don't think your mom wants to do anything more than oh, yeah. help you get through a breakup. Like, literally. I talked to my mom, like, so much about it. <laughs> my, the night, like I said, like, the night of that breakup, my, my grandmother called my mom, told her I was downtown on the Cherry Street parking deck. My mom texted me what floor I was on, and, like, I just see my mom running through the parking deck to find me, and she, like, drove me home and just... Like, let me, like, just vent. And that's, like, the best thing, I think. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter who you vent to. I just think just getting it all out. Getting Just get Like, I vented to, like, you, my parents, my friends from grad school, and then coworkers that I had literally just started, like, really getting to know. Anybody that would listen, like, you were willing to I tell the like, story. They were like, are you okay? I was like, no. <laughs> and I just, like, cried like I went to work the next day and I was like you know what I just need to like cry yeah and and I barely knew them and they were like oh my god that's another thing too (laughs) you cried for like months I cried for a really long time I cried like that that weekend I'm like okay I'm I'm no tears left to cry (laughs) like are you quick to get over things like or do you like mourn for a long time it depends what do you do it depends with the guy I had a thing for in college, I was like depressed for months. Yeah. And I didn't really find a healthy way to, I guess, communicate how I was feeling. Um, I had a roommate at the time when I was going through that, and she was literally there like the night the breakup happened. Um, her and my other friend um, from college, they were like hiding in her room, like listening to us in the living room. Oh. And, like, they heard the front door close, and they heard him leave. And, um, like, I went to go walk to my room, and I just hear my roommate open her bedroom door. I was like, Emily? (laughs) And I just, like, turned around and started crying. And I slept in her bed with my other friend that night, like, in the middle between of them. (laughs) Like, and it was right before um, Thanksgiving break. And so it, like, I took that day off and just went home early. And Um, sometimes, like, sometimes you do need to take that time off, and then sometimes you just, like, need to keep going and like be distracted like I feel like everyone today after is a little bit different yeah but um because immediately I feel like people like want to like just I did jump into work like that next yeah yeah that the next day I went to work actually yeah. and but I also feel like like finding like something to do to keep you distracted is like absolutely a really good thing absolutely um I like immediately went to work the next day allowed that to be my distraction um and Luckily, I had school. I well, actually, I had a school starting soon, but the, literally the next week, I was going on a bachelorette trip with one of my best friends from college. So yeah. that's another thing too. I will say, go, go. on a trip, mm-hmm. get out of town. I don't care where you have to go. I don't care if it's just like to the next city, thirty minutes away. Get out of town. I think that's one of the best things that you can do. I went on a trip too. Yeah, I like went with. Uh, two of my friends from college to the beach like for a weekend and it was great and I was like I needed this like I needed to get away like from things that reminded me of him and just like go no I think one of the best things you can do is just get out of town like at the very first thing you can do I went to Ocean City Maryland with one of my best friends and so we had a group of um bridesmaids all together um, in this one house, so it's just like a like seven girls just stuck together in one house. Like I didn't I didn't have time to think about him, right. and I was just distracted by all my best friends. I feel like if I tell that story to some people, they immediately think like, oh, like well, you're like surrounded by like your best friend who's getting married. Like wouldn't that make you sad? But I mean, I I, I gave them all an update like yeah. prior, like hey, like I just got through a breakup, and they're like, girl, we're about to use this weekend, like not just to celebrate my wedding, but to also help you get over this dude. And, and just have fun and yeah, just, like, like, be carefree. And yeah, just, and not think and just be on a beach, be in the sun. Yeah, we went to the beach. We didn't actually go to the beach, which was funny, but, like, we just, like, goofed off and, like, went around town. And it was just nice to, like... So you were distracted by your friends. And yeah. You were surrounded by that supportive system. Exactly. So I think that's always the best thing to do is surround yourself with people who support you and love you. Yeah, and you will keep your mind off. I mean, this is, like, the prime time for your friends to shine. And, like, they want to support you. They want to be, like... An, do anything that they can to help you. I don't care what it is. Um, so you have that distraction. I think also, like I said, channeling myself into my work. I also mm-hmm. picked up like a new hobby. Yeah. Started working out. I went, I go to Pure Bar now and I had taken like a Pure Bar class prior to the breakup, but I signed up for an entire membership um, after this happened because 
I just liked the fact of going to one class. If you've ever been to a pure bar class, like it's it's a lot of work. It's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's a full body workout. It, it really is. Um, and I didn't ever work my upper body, so like, we were feeling it. Yeah. Um, but I liked it because for one whole hour of my day, I didn't have to think. I had music blaring in my ears, an instructor telling me what to do, my body's in pain. Like, for one whole hour, that little voice in the back of my head that kept talking about him was quiet. And I could just focus on me, my body. And I was also, you know, getting a better body. Like, I was looking a lot better. And, you know, working out, it produces serotonin. So you automatically feel better. You get those endorphins going. You started writing music. I started started writing writing poetry. I also started working out, but... Yeah, music was a big thing for me. Yeah, because you kind of like... I kind of like stopped while I was in the relationship, and I don't really know why. And then like immediately like released a song. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, you did. (laughs) Post breakup. (laughs) (laughs) Called Burning Love. Let me just add that in real quick. And did you even love me? (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then I started doing poetry. Yes. um, Really trying to like just figure out my emotions through that. That was something that I kind of took away from it was I needed to focus on me and my grad school. I also realized that I can't do situationships. I can't do non-commitment. I can't do those casual things. And it's something that I've definitely made a standard for myself. I made a boundary of anytime I've, you know, been with somebody since I tell them like, hey. Like if you don't see this going somewhere, like. Let me me know know now so I can dip before I get hurt again. And. Is it harsh? Yes, but I think that you have to think about yourself and think about your own um, mental health first because if you're not happy, then the other person is definitely not going to be happy. Sometimes if you need a rebound, that's fine. I did that and we're cool. Me and my ex broke up on Thursday. I guess went on a date with a new guy Monday. <laughs> Listen, you got to do whatever you got to do. It was really like coincidental timing, yeah, honestly. Yeah, it wasn't like... You were searching for it. It just kind of, like, happened. We had met a couple weeks prior to the breakup. And then, um, like, the the day before we broke up, this dude followed me on Instagram. And then a couple days after the breakup, he slid into my DMs. And home dude was hot. Like, I'm not going to turn this dude. I was like, yo, like, the minute I met you, I was like, who are you? I need to know you. Like, you're attractive. Obviously, I wasn't going to act on anything, but then, like, when we broke up, I was like, screw it. I'm mad at him on Facebook. Like, I literally said yeah, that on the phone to you. I was like, I was like go for it. Like, I support this 100%. Um, and, I mean, it was nice, like, he, for two weeks because he was up for a job in Denver, and then I was starting grad school around the same time, so it was just kind of like... Let's just, let's see what happens. Like, I went in prepared, like, for him, like, this did not go anywhere because there was a chance he was going to leave. But for those two weeks, like, he kept me distracted. He let me, he helped me get over my ex. He was very aware, too. Like, it was, he, like, he knew, like, I had just got out of a relationship. Like, I made that very clear when he didn't get the job. I was just like, you know, hey, you need a job. You want that to be your main focus. I just got out of a relationship, and I need to kind of mourn this relationship. I should not dive into anything else, but thank you for being your fabulous hot self and helping me get over this relationship. And we're still friends. We're still chill. Um, He's a great guy. If things happen down the line where things work out, cool. If things don't, you were a swell human being. And it was really weird, too, because he also helped show what a healthy relationship would be like. Yes. Because... Yeah, like, with my ex, like, you know, (laughs) my ex is a terrible communicator, whereas this dude, like, the rebound, he, you know, was super great. Be like, hey, like, I'm about to go, like, watch a race. I will, it's probably gonna be busy. I'll text you, like, in 10 minutes. Text me when he got home, like, calling me beautiful all the time, like, good night, beautiful, good morning, beautiful, all this stuff like that. Like, like for a guy not to be my boyfriend, like, he was a great communicator, and I, it really showed me, like, what I need in a relationship. What you, yeah, what you need, what you deserve. Yeah. And it's like, no, not every guy's a jerk. Well, <laughs> but I think you took you you took the time to realize those things. Yeah, 
And I, I, I thanked him for that. And we're still chill. We're still cool. So yeah, if that's your thing, I mean, if you need to get under somebody to get over somebody, do that. But if that's not your thing, like that's totally fine too. If you feel like you need to be alone, then take this time. Be alone. Find yourself. I feel like a lot of people, you know, like especially I feel like with you, like being like a really long term relationship. Yeah. You gotta find yourself again after that. Yeah. And I feel like I'm I'm the type of person who I don't like casual. I don't like talking and like I feel like I jump into relationships like pretty. You don't like talking without there being intent. Yeah, like I, I that's just me and like after my breakup, like I took time to like kinda figure things out, figure out what I wanted and took time for myself and my music and then decided, okay, it's time for me. I like I'm I feel good, feel ready to move on. And there's not like a specific timeline. No, I there's feel really like not. Either. It's so different for everybody and I think that people nowadays will judge you like oh you were with a guy for four years and then you started dating a guy a couple months later like what and it's just like you you know it's very individualized like i said i got dumped on a thursday i dated somebody else on monday (laughs) and nobody should judge you for that like if that's what you need to do to move on like it's totally fine everybody comes different ways everybody is different yeah so i definitely think though one thing we're both bad at is keeping things (laughs) Like, keeping things, like, from their exes. Oh, like, like physical like items. Like, actual things Yeah, like, physical items. Them. Should you, like, burn it in a blazing ball of fire? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, Wait, so what, did, what have you kept? Like, what do you still Well, have? okay, the night of the breakup, I got home, and, like, I still had the birthday gift he got me sitting on my desk, and I, like, immediately, like, gave it to my mom and was like, hide this from me. Like, I don't want to see it. Yeah. And I still don't know where it's at. Like, she hid it. I had, like, a rubber duck that he gave me in my car. I put it in the glove box. I was going to throw out the window that night, but I was like, it's plastic. And I just got dumped. I'm not about to, like, you know, dump on the earth as well. (laughs) Save the planet, you know. (laughs) Save the planet. What else do you have? I still have his t-shirt, though. Okay, I still have his t-shirt, too. It's buried, like, in my drawer. It's, like, in the bottom of the drawer. Um, I have socks. He gave me a lot of socks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) He gave me like two. He gave me like two pairs of socks. I still have them. I love I have socks. A, I, have but... a, I have a rock from the Grand Canyon. I should really use it and throw it <laughs> through his window. <laughs> yeah, use your rock back. <laughs> Let's see. I still have the T-shirt. I have a big canvas of our picture. Oh, God. <laughs> burn was, that in a fire. On the wall, and I immediately took it down. Burn that. If you burn like, anything in a uh, fire, burn that one. Like. A canvas? Like, Even T-Swift said picture to burn. Like, picture to burn. I guess I need to burn some pictures. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else I have. Oh, he gave me a camera for my birthday, but I will not be getting rid of that. Yeah, don't that's just like one of those things that I'm like... Yeah, that's that's an exception. I need to actually use that for my life. <laughs> that's an exception. That's an expensive gift. Yeah, so... I got socks. Yay. <laughs> you get a camera, I get but, socks. <laughs> but mainly it's just, just t-shirt and the pictures. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really... I still have pictures on my phone. So I actually deleted... Good. Like... You're better than me. I have, like, three. There's, like, three pictures that I'm, like, I just... Oh, I won't... Del- one I reason can't. I don't delete them is because I look I look amazing in them, for one. This is true. <laughs> I don't know. It's that last final thing. I still have all of our text messages saved on my phone. I haven't deleted oh, yeah, those. Oh, yeah, I deleted those. I probably should. I... I there were things said that can, couldn't be unsaid, so I was like, you know what? Just gotta delete. Did you delete them on social media? That's another thing, too. Social media. So, yeah. What what do you do? So, I don't usually date people that have social media. <laughs> which is a blessing in disguise, let it me tell you. Is like, while you're in the relationship, you want them to have yeah, social media. Like, oh, so you can picture with me? Yeah, like, so you can, like, tag them. <laughs> but then, like, when you break up, you're like, oh, I never have to see you. That's great. Here's another thing, though. This dude, he didn't have Instagram. He has Facebook, but he doesn't ever post anything on it. Right. If anything, like, he's tagged and stuff, and I, I don't ever, that never comes across my feed. Right. He does have Snapchat, and I will say that we're still friends on Snapchat because I use the Snapchat map feature. Not because I'm, I'm curious where he's at, but, like, if I'm going to a place that I know he hangs out at, like, I, it, one, I'm from this town. He is not. He's a transplant. Yes. So, a like... Trans- <laughs> invader here he has invaded and i know that he hangs out at the coffee shop near my work yeah fully knowing that i work nearby unless he just never listened to me but like 
That's understandable. I don't want to go there. If he's there. If he's yeah. there. So, like, I use it just to be like, okay, like, is he, like, hanging out at this coffee shop? Like, so I can go to another one. I don't have to bother running into him. So, you, but you did see him. How, what, how did you feel? Like, yeah. what, what was going through your mind? Let's, I mean, I know what was going through your mind. I got freaking <laughs> ten text updates within the hour that I left my phone. So, so, here's the thing. I was at work one day, right? And, like I said, like, there's a coffee shop next door that I frequent, he frequents now, apparently. Like, he didn't used to go there while we were together. I was going to say, isn't this just all kind of new that he frequents? I guess because he moved in, like, with so many, like, two other roommates. And, like, he wants to go somewhere else to work. Anyways, I had told him prior that I worked at the place nearby. All of a sudden, I'm sitting there at work. I'm alone. Like, I'm the only one in this store. And I am outside. I'm putting a mannequin outside, you know, like, fixing up the display and everything. I hear a car pull into the parking lot, and I turn around, and I see that it has Tennessee um, plates on it. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. And I go inside, and I'm like, get out of the car. Get out of the car. I know that's your car. Because he, pa- he also, he backed into the space, and, like, only, like, awful people do that. <laughs> I guess I'm an awful person. You're, like, the third person this week that has, like, shit on people You're that just bad. showing off. That's that, all you're that's doing. That's exactly what everyone says. You're just showing up. I'm like, bro, like, I just got this car. I need to see. Like, I, I can't get this video camera thing to work out. Like, I just need to be able to see, okay? I guess I'm an awful person. <laughs> No, 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 you're an exception. Anyway, you're exception. he backs in like an awful person. And does he get out of the car? I was like, get out of the car. Just, just get out of the car. I dare you. And he gets out of the car and I'm like, oh no. And I'm like, like immediately my heart just like immediately starts racing. And he walked by and I, um, he didn't look in. He didn't, I don't know if you saw me while I was outside. Here's the thing too. Homeboy has propoprognosia and for all those of you who are not in the medical field that means he's face blind so therefore he cannot he can't really remember faces like it's kind of like that feeling like if you've never heard of it it's like you know that feeling when you see somebody you think you know them but you don't really know how you know them or where you know them from or what their name is like it's like i feel like i I know you you, but but i don't know that's him with every single person on earth the only way he would recognize me is if we made eye contact or he heard my voice granted one of my defining features is my red hair in some ways like when i first like when we first broke up i was like oh no like if he ever saw me in public like he's never gonna come up to me and say hi like he's not ever gonna recognize me if we walk down the street together like i'm so sad now i feel like i'm in harry potter and i have a cloak of invisibility like it's great (laughs) i'm that cloak off real quick (laughs) Like, I never have to worry about it. I'm like, yes, like, it's a get out, get out of jail card. Like, but Hannah, literally, he goes to take a phone call and homeboy is pacing back and forth in front of this boutique. And I'm like, this is literal torture. I don't think he was doing it on purpose because honestly, I don't think the dude cared about me that much to do that or really remembered that I worked there. But it was literal torture because there's no way for me to escape the situation. Yeah, you were like stuck. Yeah. Like you couldn't. Like like, I'm at work and I'm like, if a customer walks in and sees me being acting hysterical, like, hi. (laughs) So that and he's like laughing having fun i'm like screw you like you're not allowed to be happy screw you did i avoid that situation like did i have i already had that like thing happen where like you run into the person technically yeah but technically no because like i don't know if he saw me yeah that's true we haven't had that interaction you've seen him but he we haven't had that interaction so like we're still awaiting that i haven't either so like (laughs) I feel you on that I don't one. know how to prepare you for it. It's I don't awful. either. It's awful. Just, it's literal hell. It's like your own personal version of hell. Yeah. Um, when we... I well, mean, well you're, you've been, like, separated for, like, over a year now. Yeah, so, like, I think it would be Mine okay. was, like, t- three weeks yeah. after. Yeah, I think it, it, if it had been, like, if I had seen him, like, maybe, like, a little bit after, I think it would have been hard. But since it's been almost a year now, like, I feel like I could at least hold myself you know, together. Yeah. Like, I don't think... Oh, God, no, no. He's never going to see me cry again. Like, he doesn't yeah, get that no. power. No. no. No, no, no. But I'm not sure I would be... I'm not sure I would ignore him either. Like, I, f- I don't know. Like, I really don't know how I'd react. I don't think I'm ever going to know until it happens, and hopefully it never happens. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever, like, approached him. Yeah. I would probably... Like, since he is face blind. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing because, like, we learned about that, and it's really sad. No, it is sad. Like, but... He, like, homeboy, like, it is sad. Like, there's been times where he's looked at pictures of himself, and he didn't recognize himself. Like, it's yeah. a sad thing. Um, but, like, 
I would wait for him to come up to me. Yeah. And if he did recognize me or he heard me talking, then I would acknowledge him. But I'm not going to go out of my way to talk to I you. Think you don't deserve yeah. that. No. Yeah. Um, if I saw any of my other exes, like, any of them, like, I have no problem being like, oh, my God, hi, like, how are you? Like, I would much rather see any of them right now than uh, this dude. But, I mean, it's something that's inevitable. You can't prevent it from happening. No. Um, it's, unless you live in L.A. or New York. Um, yeah, we don't live in the... The we biggest live in, place. We so. live in, like, the fourth largest city in North Carolina. So, like, <laughs> so it's you, uh, it's you still go run into them. I would much rather see the guy that you used to be to get him his band, like, a gig, than <laughs> see this dude, honestly. True. That, that was another thing, too. I establish the no contact thing, though. I make sure, yeah. like, I don't reach out to them. Like, I have no point in talking to you. I have no point in seeing you. But I you. think that... I try to get you to block your ex on uh-huh. social media, though. I told you that you needed to. Because, yeah. like, the, and which I agree, I need to defriend this dude off Snapchat because it's not healthy. To, like, it's friendly yeah, to like, be able to, like, look and see, like, where you're going to be at. But it's, it puts me in a negative state. And I, yeah. I, I don't deserve that. And I shouldn't feel that way. But you so. shouldn't feel like you have to worry all of the time. Like, and I feel like looking at it makes you worried in yeah. a sense. The no contact thing is hard for me. And I think that's why it Do takes me. Do you feel me. guilty because yes. you're the one that dumps them? I think maybe there's a little bit of guilt, but also not <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> like I know, I knew it was what was best for me, but mm-hmm. it just took me a long time to get there. But the no contact thing has always been hard for me. And I feel like that's maybe why I have a harder time moving on quicker. Like I feel like I always kind of drag it out. So when do you feel like it's your time to like, okay, like, it's been three months. I need to, like, stop mourning this entire yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't feel like I have a time, but I feel like I I get to a point where I'm, like, I'm just living in the past. And, like, the guy I'm dating right now was, like, your past doesn't need you. Your future does. And so I've been mm-hmm. trying to live with that mindset because there's no point. Like, I can't change what happened. And even if I sit here and replay what could have happened, like, the outcome that happened is what happened. And there's yeah, no way change to it. change it. Absolutely. So, I think once once he told me that, I was like, oh, you're right. I should probably uh, work on my future, you know? Yeah. Or, the, or be present in the present. Like, like, I'm the kind of person where it's like pitying myself and being sad when I know you're not doing the same. Like, And it's almost like you don't deserve me to keep mourning you and getting yeah. over it. But if you need to take that time, like, it's fine. Like, it, I, I'm not discouraging that right. or anything like that. You're just saying, But it gets you. to the point where it's like, I'm like, I need to stop this. Like, my friends are trying to hear it about it. Uh, we've done the whole press tour. We're done with it. Like, and if, now that's where I encourage therapy. Like, if it feels like you need to keep talking about it, then get a therapist. Yeah. And I definitely recommend that. I've talked to a therapist about it all the time. And, I mean, that's when, like, you I mean, you're paying for that. So, like, they have no choice but to listen to your problems. And it's one time where you can selfishly take up a whole hour, talk about yourself, and get all that out, and dissect how this is going to happen and how you're going to move on and get, start dating again and things like that, which is a whole other episode, like how to meet people. Um, oh, yeah. Like, because that, that was one thing, like, I was I noticed, like, with their dude like, who was a rebound for me, I, I said, like, if things don't work out with him, like, if he doesn't, like... I don't want to date again. And which is not true. Like, I will yeah, date you will. again. But I'm the kind of person where it's like, I don't want to put in the effort to start dating again because... It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Oh, my God. And, like, he was and I don't think people realize, like, how exhausting it actually yeah. is. I mean, like, with him, like, it was super convenient yeah. that he was there. And I, I was like, let me let me take some time for myself really decide if I, like, like this dude or if I'm just like, oh, I like you because, like, you're convenient yeah. and, like, you're here and I don't have to go out and look for somebody else. I know it's cliche to say that time heals all wounds, but I think that taking the time, I mean, it's something that you need to do. You're not going to get over this immediately. If you do, congrats. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know... Be selfish in this time. Take care of yourself. Do some self-care. Do a mask. Watch some Sex in the City. That always helps me, at least. Drink some wine. Oh, my God. Just <laughs> drink. Don't become an alcoholic, but drink like, all the alcohol. <laughs> Get some White Claws. <laughs> Just have a good time and, like, don't let other people's perception of you, like, control what you do. Like, Absolutely. if you need time, take time. If you don't, don't. Like, if you need, if, and if you are the kind of person where it's, like, you keep checking in on them, yeah, unfriend them, block them, because at this point, like, they don't deserve to see your fabulous life. Maybe get, like, that one, like, great photo great of you. Photo up. Because, like, I mean, like, listen to Lizzo, 
take that one photo with the ring lighting and then block it. And then be like, okay, bye. Yeah. Because, and that's another thing, like, don't stay, don't, don't get yourself down, listen to Lizzo, watch someone great. That's a great movie. I literally watched that. And then you, you said you watched it, and then I watched it, and I was like, wow. Yeah. This is exactly like what everyone needs to see. Go to a Jonas Brothers concert. I mean, absolutely. (laughs) That's what we did. 100%. We would It was amazing. Fantasize about Nick Jonas. It's fine. Um, It will help cure all wounds. (laughs) It's biceps. will cure everything. We both touched him. It's fine. That's a whole other story, though. (laughs) But yeah, I think just taking time for yourself. Yeah. Surround yourself with friends. Block them on social media. And really channel your inner Lizzo and just, you know, focus on you. Like, if one that's working out, find a new hobby, do something that's going to distract you from this time. And if it takes, like, three months, then it takes three months. If you need to move cities, move freaking cities. It's yeah. totally up to you. But I think that you are allowed to be selfish. You are allowed to not let anybody else invade that vulnerability. But if you need to get under somebody else, then do that. No one's stopping you. I think people mourn relationships in different ways. They do. And it's important to learn what lessons you garnered from this relationship. That way you don't take that baggage and reflect it on your new relationship. Mm, that's, a, that's a great point. Because I feel like so many people, if they, if they jump, I know some girls that they will be in one relationship and then jump immediately into the next relationship. And it's because they don't want to process this hurt. They don't want to process the pain. Yeah. And they don't want to be alone. But I, I, I was alone for eight years prior to this. You and really found yourself too. I, I went to I went to London yeah, and like, lived there for like a whole really summer. <laughs> like I know who I am. I know what I want. I know what boundaries I have. I know what I deserve and what I don't. And I think that everybody should take that time to really be comfortable alone. Because I mean, there's going to come a point in your life where you are going to be alone. Like mm-hmm. the person you're with is gonna die eventually or <laughs> so sad it's got really dark <laughs> we just got but really like, dark anyways <laughs> you're gonna be alone at some point Absolutely. in your life and so you should know who you are without another person so yeah and i guess that's our survival tip for this week's episode each week we're going to wrap up the episode with our tips to surviving this millennial life and this week's survival tip number one remember to take time for yourself no matter what it is, no matter how long or how short, no matter what you do, make sure you are your top priority. So that about does it for our very first episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also, like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social medias, which we'll link below. So thank you for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.